big congratulations to last week's winner, Comic Fam. We got additional Moss comic books to discuss. What's going on, everybody? Jen Min here, and today we're going to cover the honorable mentions. You may have seen our last video where we covered the hot 10 comics of the week. Tom was deathly ill, but guess what, guys? He's feeling better, and it's all thanks to you. Feeling good. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, stay tuned to the end because you know we got a giveaway. And let's start them off at the list at number 10 because the Rhino is back with force with a mind-blowing sale. That's right. We're talking Amazing Spider-Man issue 41, the first appearance of the Rhino. And I know everybody thinks we're going to see this character reprise his role in Spider-Man 3 No Way Home. But I don't think that's what's causing these gains. We got a CGC 9.4, which sold for $3,961 back in December up 109%, now selling for 8291 I don't know, Tom, why do you think this book is on fire? I think people saw your statue review and they were like, I gotta collect me some Silver Age Spidey. <laughs> if you guys missed it, I did review the XM Studios Rhino prototype quarter-scale statue over on the channel, so go check it out. But I think it's more of just the comic book market in general and people wanting to secure high-grade Silver Age. This comic was selling for drastically low. You could have secured an 885 for near 800 to $1,000 for months this year. And now that we see a 9.4 exceed eight grand, you know, price correction is coming. And what's this at the list at number nine? A hero that most people don't know. That's right. We're talking Showcase 74, the first appearance of Anthro. I'm not familiar with this character. I'm sure a lot of you guys aren't, but he was in a lot of comics recently. What was it? Dark Knight's Death Metal for one? That's right. Batman revived him courtesy of the Black Lantern ring. This is a character that debuts in Showcase, the run, and got a reprisal in the Silver Age with a low six-issue series. But he's come in and out of DC continuity. He appears in Infinite Crisis issue number two. But this book is a 9.8. This book is Silver Age. This book broke records. This book sold for $525 back in December, and it's up 186% with a new record-breaking sale of $1,500. And then we're going to move over to number eight on the list because we have another milestone event, a major moment for the Fantastic Four and the Mutants. We're talking X-Men, the first crossover, Fantastic Four 28. And don't forget the second appearance of the Mad Thinker. Back in February, this book was going for $975, up 218%. Nino's hitting 3100 this week. Members getting ready for that first Marvel family. Members getting ready for the mutants' inevitable introduction to the MCU. And continuing the DC love on this list, coming in at number 7, we have Wonder Woman issue 206, the third appearance of Nubia. This book has spiked up quick. We were looking at prices back in May 2020, hitting $216 for a CGC 9.4. That's up 224%, selling for an all-new high of $700 this week. And Jem, remind the community why we're only covering one sale, because this list is actually sourced from a larger list of 20 comics that Key Collector puts out every single week. That's right. Our Hot 10 video are books that had three record-breaking sales in three different grades. But there's a lot of big sales that happen that don't necessarily have three record-breaking sales, and they wind up on the honorable mentions. And I think it's also important to say we're not saying Wonder Woman 206 is a huge key that everybody should buy. We're reporting on the 224% increase from its last sale. 
Utilize the code Tom 101. Support what we do, but also keep track of the rapidly moving market. And next on the list, at number six, Johnny Storm going to college. Gem Mint's favorite key comic book. The best cover in the Fantastic Four library. Fantastic Four 50. You're talking the third appearance of Silver Surfer, the second appearance of Galactus, first appearance of Wyatt Wingfoot, and yeah, the first appearance of the weapon that takes down Galactus, spoiler alert, the ultimate nullifier. We got a CGC 8.5 to report on because back in January, it sold for $1,795. It's now up 301% selling for $7,200. Yo, there's been a handful of members who've seen some particular comics see a little bit of a drop-off, even out, maybe even a little bit of a lull. But when you look at this book, up 300%, an 8.5 hitting $7,200. How does that make you feel, man? Because I feel like we're in bizarro world. I feel like it's getting the respect it does deserve. It's part of the holy trinity of cosmic Marvel. Back in the day where you had issues that were just kind of a one-and-done story, you get this three-issue arc. Yeah, it is kind of an ugly cover. Surfer looks great on it, and I think Nick was trolling us when he put iconic cover by Jack Kirby. Next at the list at number five, we have Giant Size X. Nope. Master of Kung Fu, issue number three. Giant Size, double stuff, extra thick, difficult to secure in high grade, and a 9.8 record breaker. The first appearance of Shadowstalker, one of Fu Manchu's favorite assassins. The first appearance of Clive Reston and Dr. Petrie, three of my favorite all-time characters. I'm just kidding. I have no idea who these characters are. I'm assuming they have something to do with the Shang-Chi movie. Maybe they're going to make an appearance. The reason why we're talking about it is because the CGC 9.8, which sold for $350 back in 2020, just sold for a record-breaking $1,500 for a 329% increase. No worries, Jim. Most people don't know these characters. But Clive Reston has been on spec radar. People suspect he's going to be one of the MI6 secret agents introduced in the upcoming Shang-Chi film. Considering a 9-8 hasn't come up since 2019, this was the way to get one. You had to be patient. The movie drops. People want to secure the highest of grades for a tough book. Now, at the list at number four, we're talking a book that's been on our list before, Thor 148. That's right, we get the first appearance of The Wrecker, which leads into the She-Hulk show on Disney Plus with The Wrecking Crew, and we have a huge sale to report on. In 2012, a CGC 9.6 sold for $350. It's up 332% with its new record-breaking sale of $1,511. The Wrecker is the only one of The Wrecking Crew to debut in the Silver Age. Bulldozer, pile driver, Thunderball, where are you at? Members crossing their fingers and toes that they're going to appear in She-Hulk, Considering a 9.6 hasn't had a reported sale since 2012, these rumors are fairly new. In the last couple months, a 9.6 came to market and went to the moon. All right, guys, moving on to number three on the list. I feel like we haven't talked about this book since she first debuted at the end of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe her showing up in the post credit scene of Black Widow is what's causing this book to get some more attention. We're talking Strange Tales 159. I like how you gave me the name to say. We're talking the first appearance of Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. We have an 8.0 that hasn't seen a sale since December for $117, up 332%, selling for $506 this week. I also found it interesting that they decided to include Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine at the end of Black Widow because that film was set to premiere prior to Falcon and Winter Soldier, but was delayed because of COVID. 
I am curious whether or not her appearance in the film had it happened prior to the Disney Plus debut, would we see a different trajectory of this key comic book? I got to know what the community thinks in the comment section below. It'll answer you to win a King and Black number one Nick Klein variant. I kind of think it would have had the same impact, whether we would have got her in Black Widow or Falcon Winter Soldier. I think both performances were great. We actually got a lot more of her out of Falcon and Winter Soldier, but yeah, I don't think it would have affected it too much. Anyway, enough about what I think. Let's move on to number two on the list. We're talking some Polaris. We're talking about Jim Steranko. We're talking about Uncanny X-Men issue 50. We're talking a classic cover. We're talking the logo that would be changed by this issue and remain to be the same to this very day. We're talking about two second appearances. First of Polaris, the second of Mesmero. And we have a new 9.8 mind-bending record breaker. So crazy to see not only a 9.8 hit the market, but a pedigree. This is from the Oakland pedigree, and the last time this same exact book sold was in 2009 when it sold for $3,659. Well, like I always say, it's not 2009 anymore, and the new record-breaking sale is up 344% with a new price tag of $16,251. This collection debuted in the market in 1998, consisting of comics that date from between 1966 and 1974. And it is very intriguing to find out that this person who acquired them were paid in comic books. It's so cool to hear the backstory of these pedigree collections and how they came to be. Tom, before we jump into number one, let them know what's going on with the mail call this month. Link in the description or hit ComicTom101.com to join the mystery mail call. We have a one per box, Betty Page 3, homage to Phantom Lady 17, the classic good girl cover, the classic Phantom Lady cover done wonderfully by Davey Go. We also have a Davey Go ice cream man variant going out at random. Link in the description, support the show, and let's chat about some mutant record breakers. That's right, guys. Just a few issues prior to the issue we just discussed with X-Men 50, we're talking X-Men 28, the first appearance of the Banshee. We have another pedigree that came to market, specifically the Twin Cities pedigree, and that's up 382% this week. A 9.2 hitting $478 back in 2011 when this comic last sold, up selling for $2,304 this week. Now, I just mentioned I love hearing the backstory of these pedigree collections, but this one is kind of sad, man. The owner, back in 2010, tragically died in a fire. He'd been collecting comic books since the 70s, and he amassed this amazing high-grade collection. He passed away. It went up for auction the following year and sold for $2.4 million. So many comic books spiking this week. I have to hear from the community what you think about it in the comment section. Hit the subscribe. Slap the like. You know we're going to be here for you next week. And, as always... Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Comic fam, we got two other videos for you to check out. Catch up on the last Hot 10. We got a podcast. It's also available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Have a great week. Ooh.